Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, December 7th. Big developments in the January 6th investigation, just as that House Select Committee prepares for public hearings. It probably won't be long into next year, shortly after the one-year anniversary of the insurrection at the Capitol, that you're going to start to see public hearings on television of the House Select Committee investigating that very insurrection, what led up to it, what occurred on that day, and how to make sure it never happens again. Some big developments this week in how the committee's going to get from here to there. First, Mark Meadows, the former chief of staff to Donald Trump, who you may recall we were just talking about last week, was cooperating with the committee, which raised a lot of eyebrows because there was speculation that perhaps he was breaking with Trump. Of course, that's not the case here. The former congressman, former chief of staff, made clear today he is no longer cooperating with the committee. Why, you may ask? Well, according to a letter that his attorney had sent to the committee, and it was obtained by CNN, he says that the about-face is partly due to the fact that over the weekend, the committee had, quote, issued wide-ranging subpoenas for information from a third-party communications provider. What seems pretty clear here is that Meadows was not willing to divulge the kind of information the committee's looking for. He seemed prepared, even though he was in cooperation, to sort of hide behind this executive privilege claim. That, of course, will be litigated and extend the timeline here. So what Meadows' attorney is saying here is that the committee seemed to be going about other ways to get that information, and that seems to have brought Mr. Meadows' cooperation to an end. So what does the future hold for Mark Meadows? Well, perhaps, we'll see, but perhaps Steve Bannon, the former senior advisor to Trump, is going to be an example. This is the other big development related to the committee's work looking into January 6th. A district judge today has set a trial date for the contempt of Congress charge that the Department of Justice has filed against Bannon. That trial is going to take place July 18th. Now, the Department of Justice had asked for an earlier trial, and Bannon and his team had actually asked for the trial not to take place until October. So it seems the judge sort of split the difference here. Bannon, a critical central role. We know he was in touch with folks at the White House. And now his trial for refusing to comply with a congressional subpoena, for being held in contempt of Congress, is not even going to take place for seven months. This is the strategy of running out the clock that Donald Trump and his allies are hoping is successful to thwart the House Select Committee from accomplishing its work. Now, the committee has said there's going to be a report at the end of this. They fully anticipate that report is going to have to be issued sometime before next November's elections because it may be that in just a year, will be in the position of preparing for a Congress that will be in Republican hands. And they certainly won't want to see any product from this committee. So this committee has to accomplish its work this year. And now we're not going to have the adjudication of this Bannon issue until the summer. The third critical piece that we learned relating to the committee's work is that Mark Short, former chief of staff to Vice President Pence, is cooperating with the committee. 
Now, Mark Short, you have to understand, is as loyal an aide to Mike Pence as there ever was. He started working for him back in 2009-10 when Pence was a congressman from Indiana and running the House Republican Conference. He is critical not only because of the buildup to January 6th, he was in meetings where Donald Trump was pressuring Pence to use his power that doesn't exist to overturn the election when Congress convened to count the electoral votes. He was with Pence on the day itself when there are protesters and insurrectionists chanting, hang Mike Pence, and the vice president was taken away, whisked away from the Senate chamber. Who was there? Mark Short. So he is a very important witness to give us the perspective of what the conversations were between the president and the vice president in real time. What were the conversations the vice president was having to try and quell the violence? His conversations with the Pentagon or other officials. Short can shed light on all of that. But what is so critical here is that there's no way Short is doing this without the tacit approval of Mike Pence. So the fact that the former vice president's inner circle is now cooperating is a key development for the committee. And there's just one final important note in terms of how we ensure something like this never happens again. The Capitol Police Inspector General, Michael Bolton, testified today with the Senate Rules and Administration Committee that the department has only made a fraction of recommended changes. Give a listen. Department still lacks an overall training infrastructure to meet the needs of the department. The level of intelligence gathering and expertise needed and an overall cultural change needed to move the department into a protective agency as opposed to a traditional police department. Bolton indicated that he has made 104 recommendations to the department, and today he told senators that only 30 of those recommendations have been implemented. There is clearly a lot of work to do in terms of making sure that kind of an event cannot be repeated. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.